This is the TTPA, Tani Talks Pirkei Elvis, where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Elvis per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say we are here in Season 7, Chapter 1, Parak Aleph, Mishnah Vav, Paragraph 6. Sorry about not being every day in these weeks of the holidays. It's hard to stay current every single day. We're trying at least once a week. Please enter to keep up with it, and hopefully we'll be back on track sooner rather than later. Looking at Vav, Yehoshua ben Prachia v'nitei arbele kibul mehem. Yeshua ben Prachia v'nitei arbele received the teachings of the Torah from Yossi ben Yoezer and Yossi ben Yochanan. Yeshua ben Prachia Omer, Yeshua ben Prachia says, Aseh l'chorav, make for yourself a teacher, uknei l'chachaver, a teacher who you can regularly learn with. Acquire for yourself a close and trusted friend, v'hevedonis kol ha'adam l'kav z'chus. And judge every person favorably, even when he appears to have done something wrong. Two interesting notations that we talk about usually every season. First it says, And then it says, Which teaches you that you have to make for yourself a teacher. Find for yourself a teacher and make that person into your teacher. You can't buy them. But a chaver you can buy a friend. You could acquire a friend. Your friend, even if you have to pay the friend, even if you have to pay off the friend, you can have a friend to be acquired in such a way. Which is fascinating to think about that one could be acquired, but one could be made. The rabbi cannot be acquired. You can't buy off the rabbi. No matter what you do, they have to be someone that's made into your teacher. But a friend, even if you have to buy them, you could do that. And then it says, "But have you done it? Call ha'adam." Kol ha'adam. Not only should you judge a person favorably, but you should judge the whole person, all of the person, all aspects of the person. You can't just focus on one thing versus the other. Just try to be judging the whole person. Don't judge a book by its cover. You have to take all the factors into account. Two things that we like to think about as well. A person is always biased towards himself. So the mission tells even a great person to find a personal rav and a good friend, people who will help him objectively determine right from wrong. When Rav Yosef Yitzchak of Lubavitch was four years old, he asked his father why Hashem created man with one mouth and one nose but two eyes. His father answered that it's some things you need to look with your right eye, with love and warmth, and in others with the left eye, in a stricter, more discerning manner. Your sitter and fellow Jews should be looked at with your right eye, always seeing their beauty. A candy or a toy, however, should be looked at with your left eye. The Yetzirah uses two types of thoughts to bring a person to do an avera. Sometimes he says, you are so insignificant, your actions don't really matter. And so the Mishnah responds, which can also be translated to mean, make yourself into a Rav. Realize how important you are. Other times the Yetzirah might make you think, I am so great, I don't need anyone to help me. The mission responds, acquire for yourself a friend who will help you be honest in your service of Hashem. The previous mission taught to make one's home into a gathering place for Chachamim. One who fulfills this might not feel the need for a personal rav since Chachamim are always in his home. Yeshua ben Pracha responds that even if you are surrounded by Chachamim, you must choose one specific rav for yourself. The words Aselach rav can also mean make yourself like a teacher. Just as a teacher teaches a lab so that the students will hear when you learn alone, be like a teacher, learn aloud. This helps you better understand and remember your learning. The Mishnah teaches us a lesson how to relate to three groups of people. From the first group, those who are spiritually greater than you, choose a master, a rav. From those who are on a spiritually equal level, choose a friend, a chaver. As for those who seem to be spiritually inferior, remember to judge them favorably. Yeshua ben Prachi was the Nasi after Yossi ben Yoezer during the time of the second base of English when the wicked Hashemna, a king of the time, wanted to kill all the Tamei Chacham and Yeshua ben Prachi fled to Alexandria, Egypt and returned only years later when a student, Shem ben Shatach, reassured him that it was finally safe. 
Even though Yeshua ben Prachi held the highest position of leadership, he emphasized the importance of everyone having a rav. Once a student of Yeshua ben Prachi was acting inappropriately and was told to leave the yeshiva, he begged for forgiveness repeatedly, but each time Yeshua ben Prachi felt it wasn't right to let him back. One last time the student approached for forgiveness, and this time Yeshua ben Prachi intended to let him finally return. However, since he was in the middle of davening, he motioned with his hand for the student to wait. The student misunderstood the wave of the hand as another dismissal, and he left never, never to return. He eventually became an idol worshiper and convinced other Jews to follow his ways. Yeshua ben Pachi regretted sending away his former student and not judging him favorably. He felt responsible for the students becoming an idol worshiper. That's why he says one must judge every person favorably. We must always try to interpret another's actions in a positive way. When the actions are clearly wrong, we could still excuse it by assuming that it was the particular circumstances that pushed the person to sin. In fact, Hashem only challenges a person with things that he can eventually actually overcome. So even if you might see a Jew committing a terrible sin, remember that it reflects his great spiritual potential and that he received such a hard test. These words can also be read as ukaneh. Let your pen be your friend. Writing things down helps greatly to clarify and remember your learning. And lastly, a story. The Ksav Sofer was at a meal with a group of Rabbanim when he decided to show them his most prized possession, a genuine half-shekel coin that was more than 2,000 years old. Everyone took a turn holding and admiring it. After a while, the Ksav Sofer requested that the coin be returned, but to everyone's shock, it had disappeared. Someone suggested searching everyone's pockets, but one Rav, Rav Yehuda Asad of Hungary, asked everyone to wait a few minutes. After all, he said, maybe the coin will turn up soon. Twenty minutes passed, but the coin still hadn't turned up. Rav Yehuda pleaded for some more time. After just a few more minutes, a waiter came running in with the coin, which had been found in the garbage that had been cleared off the table. Everyone was relieved that the coin was finally found, but were curious why Rav Yehuda had been so insistent on searching more. With some embarrassment, he pulled out from his pocket an authentic half-shekel coin identical to the one belonging to the Ksav Sofer. You see, he explained, I too had one, but didn't want to say anything as I wanted the Ksav Sofer to enjoy showing us his coin. After it disappeared, how was I going to explain why I had one in my pocket? So I asked for some time and prayed that Hashem would spare me the embarrassment of being falsely accused. Imagine this scene. If the Ksav Sofer coin had not been found upon finding an identical coin, Finding an identical coin in Rav Yehuda's pocket, would anyone have believed his story? It's the power of judging favorably. So the mission teaches us many different lessons. Of course, every mission does, but especially to make that rabbi for yourself. Acquire that friend for yourself, even if you have to pay them, and judge the person, the whole person, all aspects of the person favorably, and hopefully we will be zochah to only have good things in our life and in those around us. Join us next time as we continue the Living Lessons, a family edition of the TTPA, and I'm your host, Tani.